WPR, Bradenton, Sarasota, Tampa Bay. And now it's time for Terror Shut up and sit down. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Paraprobe. 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 We're going Paraprobe. deep. Deep. I, I had to catch myself because I almost said the wrong thing on air, and this whole show would have ended real quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can't go with my original uh, slogan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm man. not even going to repeat what the original slogan was for the show. Yeah, yeah, that one we will definitely get kicked off here. Uh, anytime you talk about going deep. Just well, let your mind wander to the right place, and that's exactly where we went. We'll toss you the breadcrumbs. <laughs> you follow the way. We'll feed you little birdies. Follow the white rabbit. There you go. All right, so anyways, so I'm Chance Hancock. I am one of the hosts of Paraprobe, and we got Jesse J over here. What's up? Yeah, and Mr. Blue. Hi. Ridiculous. <laughs> Every week, the same thing. Hi. <laughs> I'm a board op, not an entertainer. This is true. But you are very entertaining. But you, yeah, exactly. You are entertaining <laughs> when we're off air talking. So yeah. Right. So for tonight's show, we uh, got a friend of ours named Jeremy Reddig is going to be calling in. He is the founder of Genesis Paranormal Services. GPS. I just, I just like went through like puberty for a second. My, <laughs> my voice just oh. cracked. Uh, anyway, my life. Yeah, I was like Genesis Paranormal. <laughs> Yeah, Genesis Paranormal Services. He'll be uh, phoning in here in about 15 minutes, and we will be talking to him. And tonight we're going to do something pretty cool. One of the common questions that I get asked in the paranormal a lot, besides will you please send nudes, is I do have people asking me and other paranormal people out here, uh, one of the common questions we always get asked is, I'm interested in building my own ghost hunting team, but I don't know how to do it. And so tonight, we're going to answer that for you. We're going to dummy this thing down to the very basics so everybody will make this very simple and easy for you to actually be able to create and start ghost hunting and doing your own investigations. Now, we're not going to teach you how to ghost hunt. This is the basics of just putting together your team. You know, for you, that's all on your experience level for ghost hunting, how many investigations you've done, so on and so forth. We're not going to get into all that because all that will vary and opinions are going to vary on what's right and what's wrong in the paranormal and all that. We're just going to give you the solid basics of how to put together a team so you can actually get out there and start doing investigations. There you go. We need to develop an app for that. I think there might be an app. I'm not sure. No. No? No. Okay. Okay. Excuse me. I just burped. Sorry. Wow. Really? Yeah, that was a monster right. too fast. All right, bad. we're all fired. We're all fired because of that. It's going downhill. This show is done. Done. Gone. Over. Anyways, no, we need to like do like a um, uh, social network, like um, Ghost Friend Finder or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to turn Luigi. into Tinder real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh. Oh. Speaking of which, with Ouija, uh, we actually do have a guest coming on on the twenty seventh, which is going to be pretty cool. Um, and this individual is a friend of mine. Uh, been friends for quite a while. Um, his name is Robert Merch. Uh, Robert is actually the like guru of Ouija. Uh, this uh, he's an historian. He's I, me and Jesse was going over his profile for like all the films that he has been consultants for. It literally took an hour. Uh, yeah, it's like <laughs> just movie after movie after movie, like all the Ouija movies, um, and then of course there's a whole bunch of other like you know like paranormal films, a huge portion of them that actually had him as a consultant on, uh, even TV shows that TV we, shows, like, news shows, documentaries. Yeah. And this guy has a, you know, like I said, he's a historian on uh, Ouija boards, um, and we're going to be having him on and talking about the history of Ouija and how it actually got created. You know, well, I think that nobody really knows for 100% certain how it started, but basically, at least the... the I Googled it when we talked to Rick or Mortis. I, I, like, Googled it before. And yeah, but the person you brought up, it actually still had been around, like, 100 years before that guy. Huh. 
<laughs> Learn something new every day, huh? Okay, well. I'm well, well, smarter well, than you. No, 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 no. <laughs> we'll just ask the expert when he gets here. Okay, whatever. I'll hear your mouth. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> All right, so anyway, so we'll be having him on. And then coming up on March 6th, we are going to have Ken Boggle. Uh, Ken Boggle, I've actually interviewed before. He's a really super cool guy. Um, he is a tarot card reader, psychic, extraordinaire. This guy has, like, you know, done celebrities, and I do mean with tarot cards, not, you know, done celebrities. I mean, he may have done celebrities. He's a good guy. I Let's mean, ask him. Yeah, we'll ask him. But he is definitely, uh, you know, he's done tarot readings for, for famous people, and, and even the not-so-famous people, like me. Thank you. You yeah. got a tarot reading for him? Uh, no, actually, he did one on Pat. Uh, which was hilarious. <laughs> I've only seen a tarot reading, think, twice. Mm-hmm. And the first time, I was just like, whoa. The second time, I was like, all right, are they doing some mentalist stuff, or is this real? Like, see, I that- could definitely say that Ken Boggle is one of the few people, and trust me, being in the paranormal field, we've met tons of psychics and mediums and so on and so forth. And I would have to say that he's one of the rare cases where I actually was kind of dumbfounded, like, how did he figure that part out? Like, there, there's no way he found that out through Google, you know what I mean? Um, or, or even going through this person's profile on social media. It was, like, really personal, deep information. And the fact was that it wasn't like, like a lot of people who are mentalists and stuff do, that they ask particular questions to get a read off the answer to formulate something from your past, Right. Um, like this was very like distinct, very, or like when they give their responses, they leave it so vague that to your interpretation, you're like, how did they know that? Well, they really didn't. You kind of gave them the answer. Like he knows like particulars. It's scary. It's pretty interesting, man. I I can't wait to have him on, but he's funny though. I want to meet him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like in person like this, uh, we need to hurry up and get this Corona stuff licked so we can like. I don't think we should lick Corona, but okay. Apparently, that's how it spreads. <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I nope. <laughs> Those gears are turning, man. Oh, that yeah. smoke is just coming out and of your ears. And I cannot buddy. say any of it on the radio, <laughs> dude. My buddy John, John Rusnick, uh, from you know Voice of the Apocalypse, and from our prior show Dead X Radio, is back. He is back from the island from filming. He was gone for 40 days overseas on that little island. Uh, he was actually on the island where they filmed the scene in Pirates of the Caribbean where Johnny Depp was cast away on the island. Nice. He was on that island for 40 days filming this TV show. Dude, right? that's awesome. So, what TV show? Uh, he, he's one of the people who does like all the lighting and everything else for... Uh, um, oh, okay. my God. What uh, TV show? Just the key on MTV. Oh, okay. The reality right. show, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, but John's back stateside, and so now we're looking to go ahead and start shooting Voice of the Apocalypse here soon. About time. Yep. So, you'll be hearing the very raw and unedited version of all of us on air. So, uh, mm. yeah, it's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. And then yeah. he turned around and sent me a text message of a Hulk statue that he bought randomly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know a lot of people who do collections and comic books and stuff like that, right? They'll collect comic books. They'll collect, like, the little figurines, stuff like that, right? John's a guy who buys, like, the 12-foot-tall statue of the Hulk. I mean, this is the stuff that he buys. Uh, like I said a few weeks ago on air, they, he called me up on a Friday and said, to hey. To go get a plane? Yeah, hey, tomorrow, <laughs> man. No, actually, I'm sorry. He called me on Saturday, and he said, hey, since you're off on Monday, can you go pick up a plane? Not a model plane, an actual airplane. I actually had to rent a U-Haul to go pick up. They had to break it down to fit this whole thing into a U-Haul to bring back because he wanted it for a prop. Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, it's not ridiculous. It's kind of cool. Ridiculous for you and I because we ain't got that kind of money, but, you know, yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to that, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, John, get me a job, dude. But uh, so anyways, so yeah, so that's going to be happening pretty soon. We'll be starting to film. Uh, we're looking at this show going to be on Amazon Prime for people to watch us. Yeah. yeah so it's going to be pretty cool. Um, it's going to be fun being back in front of the camera again, back in the studio, because a lot of people who are new to us now don't know that I was a former host of DedX Radio, and me and these guys, we, we actually have a full production film studio down in Sarasota, uh, Sarasota, Florida, which is owned by John, and we used to do our show from there. So this isn't like 
two guys in a garage doing a podcast. Like, this is a full sound stage in the whole nine yards. The big Hulk standing right in the middle. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> So John has all these props and everything else. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun this time around to see what kind of crazy stuff we come up with. And it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And then uh, hopefully now that I, I don't want to jinx it, we'll just say that things are starting to open up because of vaccines and such. You know, things are getting a little relaxed. We'll leave it that way because I don't want to jinx it. But if things continue to get better, then we are looking at, obviously, we're going to be doing some events and stuff, even with our show, Paraprobe, and the uh, and the hopefully not too far distant future. And uh, we're looking at maybe doing a Halloween event and some other things that we're looking at putting together. And quite a few other uh, fun events in the paranormal that's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very surprising. We're, we're not going over the top and being all crazy and... You know, oh, we're going to have 30,000 people here. No, nothing like we're that. We're going to start small and go big. Yeah, baby we're steps, baby steps, baby steps. But we are looking at putting together a couple of really fun paranormal events just to, when things start opening up again, people are going to be craving entertainment. They're going to be wanting to get out to do something. You know? Yeah, did you see Tampa this week? Or was it this weekend? Or Our boys week? won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then no everybody out there, I got a buddy that works out in Tampa on a boat and mad house like oh i'm sure people everywhere yeah so normally on the boat uh per day they usually do anywhere from you know four or five hundred people a day you know they they ferry them around do their things whatever yeah. you know take them on the boat they did close no they were over a thousand i think he said it was like almost 1400 wow yeah i mean mm-hmm. it was just nuts everything was packed mm-hmm. it looked like a regular day you know what's so funny is uh there was you know the meme going around drunk tom brady you know i love drunk tom brady I he is this he is the sweetest human being of all time he he reminds me of like a drunk three-year-old he's a happy drunk yes yeah. it's like hey buddy what's up <laughs> but you know what's so funny as i've seen people like bashing him about it i'm like the man just won the super bowl for the seventh time yeah he can have a drink he and he can have a few he, he, he can have as many as he wants at he that has point. not drank in two years and then exactly it's not um, like the guy's like doing it every day and blowing all these football games i forgot who it was yeah. but they interviewed um one of the people one of the stadium staff or whatever yeah those guys get literally tested every single day oh absolutely because of insurance and everything oh, else yeah. there's a lot of money i mean they're paying got a multi-million dollar yeah. quarterback you got to make sure the guy's not doing anything stupid just like the rest of the guys on the team and are paying that much money you got to make sure they're not doing dumb it's like stuff. when you buy a million dollar car you're not going to take it mudding or anything you know <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but yeah so now and now granted a lot of people were saying that obviously they thought it was cool they thought it was awesome you know he deserved it so on and so forth and I'm one of those people the man he he, he deserved that drink well all the drinks he had the video of him throwing the trophy from boat to boat priceless i puckered up a little bit i was like oh no 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 that <laughs> moment became one of those man that was insane that could have went really wrong really fast if they would have missed it and it would have went in the water. I've and lost God a lot of things in the Hillsborough River, and you're not going to find them. <laughs> First of all, the current runs like nobody's business out there. I mean, some days it's a solid, especially after a good rain, it's oh, a yeah. solid five or six knot current, which is almost 10 miles an hour for people that don't know what I would have put are. money on it that if it would have went in the water... Somebody was going in. Oh, half that boat probably would have dove off oh, to go yeah. after that. Absolutely, yeah. dude. They would have had divers out there. They would have had divers out there combing for that because, like, yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, was, I, I told you about in Key West about the time that the uh, the woman found out about her husband's girlfriend. Oh yeah, snatched that thirty thousand dollar bracelet off her own wrist that he just bought her for her birthday and chunked it right off the boat. $30,000. I would have been in the water. <laughs> and the only reason why we knew it was $30,000 because she told everybody, well, I hope that's the best $30,000 you ever spent. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> right in the water. <laughs> uh, so don't didn't go like, uh, who was that basketball player that bought like the most, like it was like almost a $7 million diamond ring for his wife after he got caught cheating? Who was that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Ah. Uh, See, I don't want to drag somebody's name through the dirt needlessly. Yeah, we'll, but just, like. <laughs> we'll just drop it and just say it was a, a basketball player. A basketball player like bought a $7 million rock for his lady after he got caught cheating. Um, yeah. yeah. 
I ain't got that kind of money. At that point in time, it's just, well, we're getting divorced. <laughs> I ain't hey. got $7 million. Not granted, I'm not going to cheat either, but I'm just saying. You know, it, it's so funny, like, the, the caliber of differences between poor people and rich people. A poor guy, he winds up forgetting his wife's birthday. Feels bad about it. He's like, oh, my God, I'm busy working. I forgot, yada, yada, yada. So what does he have to do? He might try to get some money together and maybe make a special dinner or something for her because that's what he can afford. You know, you're a multi-billion dollar quarterback on some major team or whatever. You know, you forget the birthday. It's like, don't worry, I'll just buy a, you know, a new Audi or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, just, it's a whole different level of apologies. <laughs> Jeremy has the number, right? Yeah. Okay. I was listening. Vince, that's probably him going now. He was late, as usual. But <laughs> he was late for everything, dude. I could tell Jeremy to call here. That, matter of fact, I actually told him to call here at 6, but I wanted him to call at 6.15. <laughs> and here it is, right on schedule, 6.15. <laughs> hey, bud. How you doing? Hey, man. What's going down? Not much. Jeremy Reddig. What's going on, buddy? What's up, guys? How's uh, how's it hanging? Uh, right now, currently a little to the right. I'm sitting on a stool, kind of awkwardly. <laughs> uh, you... <laughs> well, that just sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah. No, Jeremy actually wants to know the answer. He never asks a question he doesn't want to know the answer to. <laughs> I thought this was a family show. <laughs> uh, we have to keep it semi-clean. <laughs> oh, dude, trust me, just for the reminder, because, okay, to fill the audience in also, too, about Jeremy Reddick, which I already had in the beginning about the paranormal stuff, but we used to have a podcast show that we did together, the Hancock and Wizard Show, which was unedited. So I did remember about 10 minutes, what, probably about 10, 15 minutes prior to the show, I texted you. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I said, hey, just remember we're on actual radio, keep it clean. <laughs> we don't want to get No, I, no it's good. I, I got to be reminded because, uh, whew, I got no filter. Oh, so. you know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this is very true. You know, I, most of us don't um, because, you know, we've gotten old enough that we just have uh, – Zero Fs. Sorry, I don't mean to use harsh letters, but that's just that's the, that's the nature of it, right? It's the very nature of it, man. It's very yeah. true. All right, so Jeremy, we know yeah. who you are, obviously. Why don't you give us a rundown to our audience a little bit about who you are? All three of them. All four of them. Is listening right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Um, so, uh, like, I mean, what do you want? Uh, you want uh, paranormal background? You want uh, just... You know, hey, me paranormal, in general. Hey, paranormal background, or you could talk about, yeah. you know, your business that you do. Whatever. And I want your measurements. <laughs> um, sure. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, my name is Jeremy Reddick, and um, you know, I'm a father of seven. Um, I have uh, four boys, three girls. Eventually, I'll learn all their names. But uh, <laughs> they, uh, you know, they're my reason. You know, uh, family family is first and foremost uh, for why I do what I do. But um, ultimately, um, in the paranormal field, um, I've been probably investigating for over 12, 13 years now. And, um, you know, I, uh, I head up the team, uh, Genesis Paranormal Services, based out of Tampa, Florida. And, um, you know, our, our primary function uh, is to help people, ultimately, uh, try to understand why things are happening and to um, obviously, you know, give them peace of mind, you know, when they feel that something, you know, is happening to them. And, uh, you know, I mean, you get all kinds of different types of situations, but the reality is is that when when crazy things happen, you know, it's cliche to say, but who are you going to call, right? I mean, you, you, there's got to be somebody out there that believes you, that, you know, that will listen to your crazy story that will come in and, and help you, right? And we're science-based, which, you know, we try to understand what's happening natural first before we, you know, determine something that is actually uh, supernatural, right? And so I've uh, been doing that for about 13 years. Uh, I, I've been part of a, a couple different teams. I've traveled a little bit um, and done a few different things, um, you know, bringing up to the culmination that um, – getting into uh, historical preservation where, you know, we're actively involved in the, with the Tampa Theater in downtown Tampa, a uh, wonderful, beautiful theater that we've actually had the opportunity to be a part of for the last six, seven years now. And, uh, and you know, obviously in the last year, it's been a little bit challenging that location. with COVID-19. Say again? I said you and I have done quite a few investigations of that location. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's it's by far one of the most beautiful 
uh, historical locations that I've ever been to, um, you know, in my time in uh, investigating the paranormal. Um, it's definitely one of those places that where you go in there, you, you really feel a part of the history when you're in there. You I mean, really so peaceful, do. You could just take a nap in there. It's one of those places so nice. that I, I, I <laughs> you really can. That place, like a calmness, fall, you know, just kind of falls over you when you walk in there. And it's definitely one of those. Absolutely. Lo- yeah, it's definitely one of those locations that. Yes, it's definitely got some activity, man. You and I both and many other people, you know, have experienced and found stuff, you know, there. But at the same time, even if you did, didn't believe in the paranormal whatsoever, it is just a, such a beautiful historical place to visit. It is just so awesome. I mean, from all the interior design, the furniture, the layout, that old world feel when you walk in there. I mean, it, it's insane. Dead air. Ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> no, sorry, just say you cut out. I don't know if it was my phone or if it was you guys or. Nope, we're loud and clear. I don't All know right. what's wrong with you there, buddy. <laughs> but uh, but also, Jim. Oh no, I mean, but that you know that place is so awesome because I mean, here's the thing: it's got you know it's got rich history. You know, um, it does have massive activity. None of it's bad. None of it's bad. I you know my my belief is it's you know those who have. Also love the theater, you know, as long as it's been around. It's always been a theater. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, and here's what I, here's what I love, you know, as part of our contribution uh, to the Tampa Theater is that, you know, um, they, they love their ghosts, right? They love their ghosts. And uh, there's this, uh, I'll give you a quick story. They've got this, uh, this seat, uh, the seat, the infamous seat 308, right? 308, so, yep. Yes, 308. So, um, and so there was a story that was told by um, Jill Wateki. She's the uh, marketing director there. Um, the previous marketing director uh, one night was walking through the theater, and she uh, saw what appeared to be someone sitting there uh, in a in a man in a um, a man in a hat, right, like a a fedora. And uh, she said, "Excuse me, the theater's closed." And he got up and he, he turned around and he looked at her. And then he just proceeded to walk away in the other direction. So she was a little weirded out by it. So she went to the lobby, got the attendant. They turned on all the house lights. They went looking through in the theater to find this guy. There's only one exit through the lobby. All the other exits were chained. And they couldn't find anything. They couldn't find anything. Very odd. And she thought it was maybe something that she made up, you know, to spice up their tours. But when we actually did our investigations there, we found some very interesting uh, EMF that shouldn't be there, you know, um, just hot in that 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 general vicinity. We've got a light anomaly uh, that that floats over the seat and just kind of dissipates. I mean, just like yeah, I mean, and- it's too perfect for there not to be something there, and 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 you know, a bunch of EVPs from that same section, um, which just you know, a culmination of evidence to suggest that there is something going on. With oh, absolutely. And, and so so to to that point. Uh, the Tampa Theater just went through uh, major historical renovations, right? They just um, upgraded all their seats um, to brand new. They did brand new seating. And one of the interesting things that the, um, you know, the, the, the people that were coming in to, to, you know, put in the new seats said, hey, we noticed that your seating chart is backwards, right? So when you walk in the theater, it's supposed to be 100, 200, 300, and, and theirs is backwards. It's actually 300, 200, 100. They're like, we'll, we'll be happy to fix this for you when we put in the new seating. And the committee said no. <laughs> they said no because they wanted to leave the, they, for the ghosts, because of the ghosts. They, they wanted to leave the seating chart the same way because of the ghosts. Can you believe that? Can you believe awesome. the influence you know, because of that story and the evidence found that, you know, that the impact on their decision to keep the seating chart, because they love their ghosts. They love their history. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And for you and I, Jeremy, I mean, you and I, we've been investigating for a long, long time. And then, of course, me and Jesse became members of GPS. And uh, and then on top of it, you and I, Jeremy, wound up in Forbes magazine because of investigations that we were doing. <laughs> they left your name. Oh, yeah. We got, uh, yeah, we actually got um, at one point... <laughs> Uh, we were commissioned um, as a uh, – it was a, a Halloween promotion for a company that does uh, – they have a fully automated online home buying experience. And so for one of their <laughs> – one of their gimmicks for the month of October was that when you 
that they were adding uh, – one of the things about this company is that they wanted to add a – they had all these different reports that you can go online and, and, and read all the different inspection reports and all the different reports that you can look up on a house. And so they, for the month of October, they wanted a special paranormal report, which we designed that they could add as an official report on the homes so that you can see if your home was haunted as part of your <laughs> buying experience. And so um, we got commissioned to actually go in and investigate several of these homes that were on the market you know, just do a pre- preliminary analysis uh, of the home, you know, base readings, whatnot, if we found anything, what are, you know, we just, just, just basic, right? Yeah, and, uh, and the crazy thing about was, these homes, too, was like, you know, to, to put this in perspective for the, the listening audience, this wasn't like little rentals, like holiday rentals on the weekends or stuff like that. No, we're talking about multi-million dollar homes that yeah. we were going into and like, like I kid you not, there was like one home in particular that we investigated that was about the size of like a quarter of a city block. I mean, it was huge. Oh, man, they're massive. Yeah, yeah. They're huge. That's my house. They're beautiful. Yeah. So with that being said, <laughs> Forbes magazine, you know, did this article about you know what we had done for for this company, and with that being said, the reason why the company asked us because of the fact that we, you know, had this paranormal team, you know, that Jeremy owns. And, well, with that being said, we're going to now go into how to put together your own ghost hunting team. Yes. Yes. So, we, like, me and Jeremy and all of us, we got together and we talked about this. Many, many times, people like Jeremy and I uh, and, many, and many other paranormal people, and not just us, but a lot of paranormal people, they had people who reached out to them often and go, hey, I've been investigating on my own for, you know, X amount of time. I feel confident about investigating, and I would love to build a team. How do I start? And we get that, yeah. dude. I get that question all the time, and, and I'm Jeremy. I know you do. Yeah, um, certainly. I mean, you know, here's the thing. You know, we. I know why I got into this, right? I got into this because um, it was a calling. Um, you know, I wanted to genuinely help people. This is one of those things where, you know. It's not a normal thing. <laughs> it's not a calling. Hey, I'm gonna go hunt ghosts. So it was, we don't hunt ghosts. Um, we try to understand why these things happen. All right. There's a, you know, um, there's something that happens on this plane that we just don't understand, and it's trying to understand why these things happen. Right. I mean, that's the ultimate culmination. Yeah. I mean, uh, anything short of someone saying, "Here's a real ghost to tell us their experience," right? I mean, we'll never have. You know, we haven't had that yet. <laughs> yeah. But well, you know, that's that, that's the ultimate proof, right? That's the mm-hmm. ultimate proof. But yep. there's been so many stories and so many things that have happened to people uh, at the end of the day that, um, you know, and personal experiences growing up that lead you into this, right? So, you know, you have to have a passion for it. That's number one. Yep. You have to have a passion for it. And um, if, you, if you don't have the passion you have a, if you don't have a genuine passion to help people, starting a team is probably not for you, and I'm going to tell you why. Because um, it's like a second job. It's true. a second job. It's very okay? true. If, you, if you're going to if you're going to pick up the mantle and walk into someone's hell, house as an expert in the paranormal field, you better be prepared. You you better be prepared um, on you know several different levels because. You know, there's a lot of liability involved. You should have, you know, insurance, the whole nine yards. But, you know, in terms of, of where you start, you know, I know a lot of teams that are solo teams because um, the, the challenge is, is finding like-minded individuals that have the same level of passion, that, that, that want to put in the time exactly. to actually do this. Right. Yep. Because, you know, you know here's, let's start here, Chance. Um, a lot of people watch the shows. And they're like, I want to do that, right? <laughs> and what what they don't understand is that what you're seeing is a 45 minute condensed version um, of two like weeks a, of two weeks. Two, we came two confirm. Weeks. Yep. Yeah. I mean, um, front to back. I mean, in order. I mean, there there's a process to get to even an investigation. It's not about just going, hey, I got a ghost. Great, we'll be there tomorrow. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. No. There's a process. We uh, don't know you. We've got to get to know you, right? 
But, um, you know, so my, my first thing would be to, if this is something that you clearly want to do, you want to actually build a team, you want to, you want to build a reputation, you really want to help people, is, you know, don't do it alone. That's number one. Don't do it alone. You should never go into a situation alone, um, you know, for so many uh, safety reasons. But uh, don't do it alone. At least get yourself a partner or find some like-minded individuals that will help you on this journey. Now, you know, where can you find these people? Uh, you can do uh, meetup groups. Yep. Um, you can, you know, uh, social media. You Tinder. Can, uh, even look up uh, <laughs> local teams in your area. Oh, no, hold on. We're talking about paranormal. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> well, I missed that completely. Yeah, let's move along. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay. I am outside, so it went way over my head. Okay. Um, but, um, you know... And, and basically you, what it boils out, down to yeah, is if you're going to investigate on your own, go with other teams when they go investigate. Don't literally go out to locations on your own. It's not a wise idea. And it's not about the paranormal hurting you. It's my old, my old rule, and Jeremy, you know about this rule, the normal will hurt you a lot faster than the paranormal. Yeah. You know, you're roaming around yeah. in the dark or something like that, and you fall and you get hurt and you're by yourself, eh, not good, I, you know, not good, you know. All right, oh, so absolutely. basically because, well, we only got about 29 minutes here. We're going to cut this down a little quicker. So here's the thing. You find your like-minded people. You all are on the same page. Create that page. And what I mean by that is write out a basic SOP, standard operating procedure, on how your team will do the investigation to keep everybody on the same page, doing the same things, so nothing gets missed. And work on it together. Don't just have, yes, like, oh, yeah, I created a team, so I am in tr- No, do it together. Have everybody you are input. a team. Yes. A team. Yeah. A legit team. Yeah, and I... And keep it keep it small, right? I mean, too many hands in the cookie jar, right? Exactly. I mean, you gotta you gotta keep it keep it small. Just get it you know, to create a foundation or a base, right? And create you know that's you know create your SOPs. Um, but you know, one thing that we can all learn, especially from each other, is you know if you've never done that before, find a reputable team that you can join exactly. and learn from. That's actually how I got into it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I didn't just go and create a team. I actually started with a team, and I learned from that operation. And you know, that experience helped me to uh, obviously, you know, learn from that experience what to do, what not to do. That was the same for me. I had gone out with multiple yeah. different teams, and that's the other thing too. I highly recommend for people who are literally just getting started, go out with different teams, look at different aspects and different ways of investigating. Because you may like a way that one team does it, but not in this certain part of it, and then vice versa on the other side. And then you can collaborate and create your team on what you agree with and how you want to do it. One thing about the paranormal, there is no expert in the field of how it should be done or should not be done. Now, granted, there are people who are very knowledgeable and have extensive experience and knowledge in the background. I'm not going to knock that. There are people who are very that I would go to for an opinion and go, "Hey, I'm not sure about this. What do you think?" You know. Oh but, yeah, I'm talking college professors, historians. Exactly. The the, the moment you think you know everything, you need to stop right then and there. Don't do it right. anymore. Yeah. But uh, so right. you got your like-minded people. You got them together. You're like, okay, let's do this. So you put together your little packet of your team, you know, for the standard operating procedure and how you're going to do that. And then after that, you should pick people on your team for specific jobs. They're strong points. Well, you got to assess the strong points, too. You can't just be like, exactly. oh, you look like you're good at EMF here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, well, and, and, it also and, goes to what people yeah. like to do. You yeah. know, I mean, if you like to do something or if you are particular, like when I was in crime scene technology – I liked fingerprint classifications. It was very boring. It was I, I got real bored with it quick, but I enjoyed it because it was a challenge. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's say you have somebody who likes to, I don't know, do EVPs, sit there and talk to nothing, you know, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're going to be better at it because they like doing it. Yes, and everybody on the team is going to share responsibilities in certain things. Everybody's going to be doing EVPs. Everybody's going to be doing, you know, film work. Everybody's going to be doing, uh, you name it, on the team. I mean, everybody's going to be doing yeah, every, thing. Yeah. Everybody's going to have it be a, it will need to be a jack of all trades, right? Exactly. You never know when yeah. someone's going to need to step up and fill that role. Yep. But the, but the premise of building a team is find like-minded individuals 
that are willing to go in on this with you in your journey. Yep. Uh, chance is right. There's no experts in the field because it's not an exact science. We don't have a baseline um, for, you know, what truly happens. We only can go based on, you know, years of experience and what tools that we use in the field that, that actually work. Creating an SOP, a standard operating procedures, right? Um, you know, it's important that you have rules, okay? Especially when, before you're entering someone else's home, you definitely yes. have to have rules, protocol, Absolutely. safety, certain things you can say, certain things you can't say. You also have to know the law. Absolutely. You have to know the law, which is very important because, you know, um, you when you enter someone else's home, you become a, you know, uh, an observer, yep. right? And if you see if you see illegal activity, you ha you have a you know uh, a moral obligation to report. Like if kids are being abused, if there's drug use. You and I have had that talk know. on many occasions about a lot of teams out there skipping right over that process. And trust me, we're not knocking all teams. I know tons of different teams who do this. Oh, there's a lot of really no, no. And, good and reputable the, teams. Yeah, and that's not the premise here is to yeah, knock yeah, other yeah. teams because here's the thing. Again, with that, there's no there's there's no perfect way. It's just. Be smart, okay? Use logic. Have emotional intelligence. Those kind of things, right, you know, uh, before approaching this. You and I, Chance, are ex-law enforcement, and we use that background very heavily in our investigation process into this field, right, because it, yes. all those rules and all those baselines there apply to this, yep. especially for our process of elimination, but we still have to follow the law, yep. which is Absolutely. Yeah, and so once you get past that part of it, you know that you are being observant and like you know jeremy was saying using you know it's just a moral obligation we see stuff going on in the home that should not be especially with children mm -hmm. say something you know yep. uh it's like the old adage see something say something you know so moving on from that the next thing you should basically do you know if you're really wanting to get your team out there because i'm going to teach people some shortcuts too to help them out a little bit Here's the thing. Once you have your team put together, you have your SOP put together, you got your rules put together, you guys are a group. You're ready to do your investigations. Now your next question I always get is, well, how do you get investigations? <laughs> <laughs> here's some, here's some, uh, some little short ways of doing it. One, build yourself a social media page and put that out there. Put that out there on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. Put it out there about your team. Build a page profile and all that. Second, a very simple trick that I used to do that actually got me a ton of investigations. Find your local psychic shop. Like, you always see these signs on the side of the road when you're going down the road saying, tarot readings, you know, $15, blah, 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 right, at these little shops. Yeah. Ask them, hey, would you mind if I left my business cards here for people who want to do paranormal investigations? I have a paranormal investigation team. Dude, I had got a ton of investigations from one, from just one psychic medium shop. Wow, that's yeah. incredible! And uh, from leaving a, my business cards, physical shops as well. Yep, and then also too going over to like uh, bookstores. Mm -hmm. Bookstores will take them as well. Nice. Uh, sometimes they'll actually put, let you put up a little stand over by, like that, you know, like a little card holder, not like a six foot, you know, pop out stand, but like a little card holder with your business cards over near the section where they have paranormal books. And you can put that up with your business card right there. Super cool. Yeah. yeah. Now, be mindful with this being said. Do not, and I repeat, do not put your personal cell number on these cards. No. Because you're also going to get very crazy people calling you at all hours, day and night. Um, you want to primarily put a website and build a email that they can reach out to for your team. Because it's, it's much safer that way. Like we do. Yeah, like because, <laughs> you know. And again, again, I guess a trial of, uh, you know, that, that process of trial and error, right? You and know, that's exactly um, what it don't was. Don't just take the first call and be like, yeah, we're going to be there. You got it. You know, I've, I've had people call me and tell me that they've had issues, and literally they're, they're giving me the entire um, plot, uh, plot scene or, excuse me, um, the whole plot story for, like, the first episode of Supernatural. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Dude, I had one that basically was, I would say, close to the synopsis of, uh, eh, I'd say, the the possession of Emily Rose. I'd say it was pretty much that, the synopsis for that film. And right. it, it was, uh, the more that I dug into this and dug into it and dug into it, found out the individual was, like, you know, just looking for attention, even their sister, who the individual had first said the sister had witnessed all these things and blah, 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 blah. When I talked to the sister, the sister's like, nope, she just wants attention. 
So <laughs> I then passed it on to a buddy of mine, Rich Valdez. <laughs> so Rich called me about that one going, thanks, Chance. <laughs> so, yes, you yeah. definitely want to. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You're, you're going to get people out there. They're going to, you know, they think it's a joke. Yeah. And, um, again, it's not an exact science, right? I mean, it's, Absolutely. Um, you know, that's why you have to be, you know, you have to have a process, right? You know, be real with yourself. Be honest with yourself. You know, follow, just, you know, just use emotional te- intelligence, like I said before. You know, use logic, right? Um, yeah, use the scientific method. Yeah. Now, here's the reality of it, too. And Jeremy can attest to this. Jesse can attest to this. I know I certainly can. Many, 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 many times you're going to do an investigation and find nothing. Nope. Nothing. So, with that being said, do not, and I repeat, do not start making up evidence to throw out there to keep people interested in your team. Because here is the thing. One, it's hard enough for anybody to take a paranormal team serious to begin with. That's the hard one. All right? Number two. When you throw out that kind of stuff and someone proves it, that you faked it, you're done. You might as well yep. close up shop. Go Because trust me, the paranormal field, they attack each other left and right, regardless if you're lying or telling the truth. There, There's teams out there that just love to cause drama. That's just what they do. All right. So with that being said, well, you don't want to you know, attract even more. So don't do anything stupid like that. Be honest. Ta-da. Yeah, it's that simple. If you don't find anything, you don't yeah, find anything. Like I said. So be it. Yeah, Mean. yeah. Um, because um, you know you will ruin it for the rest of us. Yeah, yeah, and you no. absolutely will. I mean, like you know, we we can definitely say. I mean, luckily, knock on wood, I've got a good standing reputation with it. Jeremy's got an awesome standing reputation with it too, as well. You know, uh, Jesse, he's getting new to the field. You know, he's still he's been investigating on his own for a while, but now a part of a team. I ain't got no reputation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a reputation, all right, but it ain't, ain't about paranormal. Hey, hey, we don't talk about that. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm 41. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You're a respectable man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so basically uh, the, the gist of it is, and this just kind of going back so we can kind of review with people as we move along. One, find like-minded people. Two, build an SOP because now you are showing everybody, yes, you are all thinking like-minded on doing these investigations. SOP is standard operating procedure. Every business has one. Next, at that point in time, uh, once you have that down, everybody's doing everything the same. You got all your equipment. You're ready to roll. You got the like-minded people. Now build you a you know a social media page because it makes it you know good to keep people attracted to your business of doing investigations. So you want to put it out there on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, you know, uh, so on and so forth. Make sure you keep all your social media active, you know, putting stuff out there. Then, uh, you know, and get a lot of play from people just asking them their opinions on the paranormal. Do Here's one thing. If you have thin skin, do not get into doing the paranormal or radio. <laughs> Anything yeah. in media. If you if, you, if you're if you're if you're looking to be on TV, uh, don't uh, don't even bother. Yeah, don't even bother because no. it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. yeah, like when we talked Daryl Marston, he accidentally got on TV. Yeah, that was <laughs> accidentally he wound up there. So, and then uh, so you got your like-minded group. You have all your equipment. You're ready to roll. You have now your social media pages, your SOP. And then you turn around and you can drop off your business cards. Like I said, find these local shops. They're all over. They're in the phone book. These occult bookstores, psychic medium places, you know, where people are reading tarot cards, you know, to the, you know, locals, stuff like that. The Church of Satan. Yeah, drop off your business cards at all these different locations. Uh, and sometimes even the uh, the normal regular bookstores, like even Barnes & Noble, stuff like that, sometimes they will allow you to put your business cards over by the paranormal book section. Oh, that's awesome. You know? So it, all, all, all the worst that happens, they say no. All you got to do is ask. All right, so here's some ways to get If they that. say no, borrow a book, yeah. put your card in it. Yeah, so here's <laughs> – let's not get people in trouble. So that's a couple of ways that you can get your name out there. Another way of doing it, too, is doing investigations with other teams. You yes. know, don't be so closed-minded. You're not willing to work with another team. Well, and plus, most of the time, if you're just now developing a team, you're trying to gain experience anyway. I mean, exactly. you, you go with someone who has experience. You exactly. learn from them because, I mean, basically, like Jeremy just said – they're passing the mantle on to you. Yeah. Well, once again, uh, you know, I'm trying to keep this uh, very 
condensed. Be- yeah, because we don't yeah, have like a, and simple. Yeah, right? if I want to teach you how to build a team, it'll take. I mean, literally to make a team, it takes like months. But I'm talking about people who have been investigating or are interested in investigating. That like you were just saying, Jesse, about you know investigating with a team to get the experience in. So if you don't feel quite comfortable enough yet to investigate a person's home on your own with your own team, then yes, don't do it. Go with these other teams to get yeah. more experience in. But whether well, I mean honestly, that's really the best way is if you if you if you don't know how to build a team and this is something that you're passionate about, get with another team. That's the best learning experience. I mean, I got with LT Cochran. That's my mentor. I mean, he'd been doing it for 30 years. He retired from the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, and I learned everything that I know um, from this man who's been doing it for 30 years. I mean, he's, he's seen generations of people in tech and all kinds of changes through the field that, you know, I was able to get that knowledge firsthand, and, and, and eventually I took over the team, and we, we evolved and developed into you know what we are today, but did you kill him? You know that that experience was invaluable, right? I mean, you can't put a price on that. You can't. I mean, I was very lucky and fortunate to have that. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just saying you probably took him out, but anyways, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, so we don't confuse our audience. Rolling it back one more time, keeping it simple. You already have your you know team put together. Building your SOPs, so you're all on the same page. Now you got your social media pages put out there because you're going to add to it, you know, pictures and stuff from your investigations, maybe EVP recordings, whatever the case may be. Make sure also, too, this is a very obvious thing. Make sure that you get permission from the client to post any of that stuff before you do it. Legalities, people. Yes. A lot of teams I have known have gone out there, and I'm not even going to mention names. I'm not that guy who bashes other teams, but I have definitely known of teams who go out there, do an investigation of a client's home. Post everything on social media about it, including the location of the home. And those people sued right. them into oblivion. So, yes. The big thing here, in, in addition, if, if you don't mind, and to adding to what Chance is saying, is that um, to keep it simple, it's like building a business. I mean, really, it's like building your own business. And you got to know the law. you got to be ethical. Um, some teams, um, you know, uh, as I've known, even including uh, our team, has gotten insurance, um, yep. you know, uh, and you have to have insurance for all kinds of things because, you know, even as a team, you get invited, you know, to do other things, not just investigations, events, um, you know, all kinds, you know, to, to be guests and having a certain level of, of insurance, you have to you have to protect yourself because these yeah. these people are not your friends, right? That's a weird and question. You have to I get it right. This is relevant, but like a weird question. Where do you find insurance for a paranormal team? Do you just get like a business insurance or what? Well, it depends. I mean, you can get uh, you can get uh, um, regular business insurance, but one of the um, I think that under our, our guys, a lot of the paranormal investigators investigators do more like uh, <coughs> excuse me tours. Tours are are um, you know one of the uh, the big things about our field, and so it would need to be like some sort of entertainment insurance. Yes, you know, like mostly a, entertainment like and event. Policy. Yeah, entertainment so. and event insurance. The other type of uh, thing that you could do too, for like, let's say that okay, your team is getting together because you feel that you want to help people. You want to go in their homes and investigate, but you're not all that rich because you spent all your money on thousands of dollars worth of equipment. Well, then here's what you do: put together waivers for the clients to sign before you go into their home. That that way you can make sure that they absolve you of all injuries, so on and so forth, broken, stolen, whatever, that can cover you. That way when a pissed off poetry guy starts throwing things around, you don't get sued for it. <laughs> I can't believe you slung Granny's remains across the house. I didn't do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, but but that is another way to do it in order to take the, uh, I hate to say it, the, the cheap way out by just making sure that they at least sign waivers um, to cover you on these type of things when you go in their home. But the first and foremost, too, anytime you work with a client, make sure you let them know. Say, hey, look, this is client confidentiality just like if you're talking with your priest. You know, I'm not going to say anything to anyone about what's going on in your home paranormal related. Make sure you clarify paranormal related. Because if I walk in your home and I find out you're abusing your child, you're going to have cops at your door real quick. All right. 
So, 100%. Yes. So that way, just make sure. You're just saying, hey, look, you know, it's going to be between us. Now, if you tell them, and always uh, the basic simple thing is, it's just like, you know, Jeremy has said a minute ago, just be honest. You can look at your client and say, hey, this is a really interesting investigation we've had here. We found stuff on video and audio. If we keep your name and location out of it, can we at least put out the circumstance behind you know, what was going on during that time of the investigation, here's what we found. And as long as they say it's okay and they sign it, you're good to go. That way you can throw it out there on your website to show people that you are investigating and here's stuff that you found. Now, with that being said also, once again, the thin skin, there's always going to be a hater. Always. People ask me all the time, how do you deal with haters and radio and blah, blah, blah. Ignore I don't. Them. Man, I don't. They're not important enough to me to worry about. So it's the same thing doing paranormal investigations. I don't care. And ask anyone who knows me. I know a lot of people who go, I don't care, but I'm going to argue with you for an hour and a half on social media. No, I genuinely don't care. <laughs> You'll be arguing all by yourself. Yep, we got about ten minutes left. Jeremy, what else you got, buddy? I mean, you know, to keep it as simple as possible, I mean, you got to have a starting point. And, uh, you know, the, again, you know, I, I like how Chance has broken it down very simple. I mean, that's your starting point. Yep. You got to start, and then you build, and you grow off of that. But you know, get experience. You know, there's a there's a ton of paranormal. Most most I should say that most people in the paranormal community are you know what I call paranormal unity. You know, uh, most of them are, especially in the state of Florida, are wonderful people. They will help you. That is you true. You reach out if you're trying to start your own team. You know, they, they you know a lot of them will be willing to share. Um, uh, information, how to get started, forms, important things, you know, to protect yourself, etc. I mean, I can't stress that enough. That's probably where I'd start yep. the most is, you know, getting around like-minded individuals, learn from these people that come before you, and you will learn the best practices to start your own team. Yep. And I'll say, once you get your team up and running, have at it. And the one thing that I want to remind people about when you start doing investigations don't get wrapped up in the drama with other teams arguing or anything of that nature. Stay out of it. It doesn't matter because most of the time the people that are starting the drama are just idiots. So, it, you know, it's, it's not even worth, you know, listening to their opinion. Enjoy what you do. Seriously, I want people to. That's the thing that I hate the most. I got into doing paranormal investigations because, yes, I had things happen to me when I was younger that made me question, was it real or overactive imagination? But, however, I never forget the day on my first investigation that I did with another team and just how excited I was. It was fun. It was that camaraderie of hanging out in the dark in a spooky place. I mean, it's like kind of like... I hate to put it in this way, but just kind of an, an, an idea of how it feels. It's like when you're a kid and you go to Disneyland and you go to the Haunted Mansion, right? Yes. You're waiting to see a ghost. You're excited. You know what I mean? It's fun. It really is fun. Or Tower of Terror. Yeah. You know, and you get that little bit of a rush, a little bit of a thrill. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, yes, it does get very mundane. Jesse, you can attest to this, but you've Boring. done yeah, you've done stuff on your own. Jeremy, obviously, you can attest to this. You've done tons of investigations. Uh, yeah. Um, we, we've definitely have our moments where it's hours of just nothing, <laughs> but it is what it is, but just don't forget to have fun. That's, that's one of the biggest things I want to make sure that people take, uh, take away from this. Make sure you're up with people that want to have fun too, that have fun doing like Jeremy yep. and Chance both said, enjoy what you do. Enjoy it. Yeah. That's, you know, and if my you're, first thing I said was have a passion for this. There you go. Exactly. Have a passion for it. All right. Well, yeah. Jeremy, I know you got to bounce out of here, so throw out all your websites, luggage, whatever you feel like getting rid of, uh, right here on air right now. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, predominantly we are on Facebook. I mean, Facebook, you know, uh, dot. Uh, gosh, I. I it's uh, let me double check it here one time because like, we actually, we actually it, just updated it, and I just want I don't want to give you the wrong one. Just look us up. It's Gen- Genesis Paranormal Services, or you can do GPS Florida. You'll find us online. I mean, we've got uh, you know almost two thousand followers on there, and so you can we can be contacted through that page predominantly. Um, you you know also uh, you know your listeners want to contact uh, uh, your show and get information. I mean, we're we're one of those teams that we're willing to help people. I mean, if you, if you do have a passion for this and you need help and you want to get started let us know i mean you know we'll share with you what we've learned i mean none of this is a secret there's no trade secrets nothing's copyrighted. <laughs> exactly right? exactly so just let us know we got your back 
Absolutely. All right. Well, Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us tonight and uh, and conversating with us for a while. Yeah. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Thanks for having me, guys. You're welcome, and we'll get together here uh, pretty soon, bro. Yeah, let's do stuff and thanks. You are welcome. All right, man. Have a great night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys. Right. Have a good night. See you. All right. So that was our buddy, Jeremy, from Genesis Paranormal Services. Uh, he really has been investigating for a long time. Him and I, we've investigated and headed up tours of the Tampa Bay Theater, which is a beautiful theater. I can't stress that enough. Um, I remember one night they were uh, doing a a movie night with Jaws, and I was like, oh, I'm first in line getting a ticket because all-time favorite movie. But uh, it's just a beautiful theater to tour regardless, and, you know, whether or not you're into the paranormal or not. Anytime they ever have a tour of that theater, I highly recommend go. Or when they have special events like plays or movies or whatever, go. It's just it's such an, a pristine environment. You really feel like you've been taken back in time. The, the awesome part is the main theater area, which is massive. It is huge. That it looks like you're outdoors at nighttime. It is so cool. The the, the overhead is is basically painted to look like the night sky, and you have like these like old like it looks like a like almost like grease you know and you got these old windows and stuff you know and and buildings around you that you literally feel like you're in this like little square area at nighttime and there's like actual stars up there lit up and all that good stuff it's it's just it really just takes you away it's pretty awesome that's super cool i've actually never been in there are you serious i have never been in there oh dude. i have only been on the outside actually that's a lie I think I no. I may have been to the stress center. Huh. Um, <clears throat> I saw what was that? Phantom of the Opera out there a long, long time ago. Probably good fifteen, twenty years, if not longer. <laughs> well, we'll definitely have to take you there one night when we're doing an investigation, man. Now that you're on the team, so yeah, no, you'll I'm, love it, man. It's awesome. And there's an old movie booth, uh, you know, a projection reel room upstairs um, that you have to go up. Oh, you've never got seen any of this stuff, right? No, okay, so I've been there for shows. Uh, Welcome to Night Vale does shows there all the time, but I've only been there as an audience member and never, like, like I studied theater and I haven't been behind. The next time we do one, we'll take you with us, okay? That way you can see everything behind the scenes. always wanted to. The the projection room is huge, and um, it's very active, too, with a lot of (laughs) stuff that happens in that room, from objects that have been moved around. uh, People have seen people walk by that's not there. They know for sure that they were the only individual in that area at the time, um, which was confirmed, you know, through video and everything else. It's it's pretty cool. But like Jeremy was saying, we've never had anything scary happen. You know, we've never had like, you know, oh, my God, this person was attacked and dragged down the hall. No, this isn't paranormal activity. You know, the, you know the movie. This is this is very like you know from uh, just weird EMF readings that you just really kind of can't explain at all. Period. Uh, to EVP recordings, having voices talking that you know there was nobody there, and you can hear them talking loud and clear on on the recording. It, it's insane, man. It's cool. You're gonna love it. I'm telling you. So, I'm excited. anyways, we're getting ready to wrap up our show here. Um, so once again, just to reiterate, because we only got about two and a half minutes here, real quick. To make this dummy down, because we did a lot of talking tonight and kind of went ADD here and there. Not as bad as we usually do. Yeah. Get your like-minded people. They're going to do investigations, preferably people that have experience, or at least all of you go together with other teams to get some experience you know, get gathered up. And have a passion for it. And have a passion for it, primarily. Now, once you have all that ready and you're ready to go, boom, let's start investigating. Now go ahead, and you can take the first thing you should do, build social media pages. Insurance. That kind of goes without saying. I don't want to get too in-depth all over it. See, here I am trying to reiterate, and now you've broken it up like five times. I'm trying to make this as simple as possible for people to understand. It's not simple, though. It's not, but this is the very basics, okay? We need so, to do like a YouTube channel on this. We'll do a YouTube channel on it, too, and we'll throw it out there. But once again, real quickly, because now I only have about a minute left, and you say it again, I swear to God, I'll beat you to death with this mic. <laughs> you turn around, you get your group together, you go do, and I am kidding, I wouldn't really do that to him. You get all your <laughs> going to kill you, man. You get your like-minded people together, get your experience, go ahead and get your insurance for your team, you know, or waivers. You can use that too to release you from all liability. 
Build your social media pages. Once you build your social media pages, then you can also turn around, put your business cards at different locations. At occult bookstores, you can find them all over. Some regular bookstores like Barnes & Nobles will let you put your business cards there as well. Um, and also like some of these uh, psychic medium places that you see on the you know little like office buildings on the side. Seconds. You can go ahead and leave your business cards there. They help a lot. Got us a lot of investigations. So uh, And then from there, join up with other teams. They're going out to go do events and stuff. Go join, have fun, man, and share. Absolutely share and enjoy it. So, anyways, we're going to bounce out of here. You guys have a good one. We will see you next Saturday. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Chinese New Year. We love you. Lunar New Year. Lunar New Year. who voted against Mr. Trump, the seven GOP senators created a clear majority against him and provided a bipartisan chorus of condemnation.